welcome. This is a message from Victory Church. We trust you'll be inspired and encouraged by today's message. Thank you, Musos. Gee, I envy you. Man, I wish I could do what you do. I could if you know. I took lessons a long time ago and, uh, yeah, I didn't uh, need the guitar. Knitted. A little bit more than that, a little bit of talent, didn't have it, but, uh, but I started lessons, but you know what, like many people, I uh, started something that I didn't finish. It's true. Now, am I alone in this? Really? Has anybody else ever started something that they didn't finish? Is there anybody else in the house at all? Please, let me not be the only one. All right, about 90% of you. Great, thank you for the other 10% that are lying right now, I appreciate that. Thanks for your encouragement, because that's one thing that we have in common, I reckon. Most of us are good at starting something, but not many of us are good at actually finishing what we start. Oh, we can start that gym membership. Oh, we're good at that. We're good at starting that diet. We're good at that. We're good at starting the laundry, aren't we, Nick? So just venting. Sorry, darling. Sorry. We'll keep it at home. Sorry. We're good, at, we're good at starting all sorts. We're good at starting that, that house project, that assignment. We're good at that, aren't we? Oh, but finishing it. Oh, my goodness. That's a whole different story. I reckon it'd be a, a really scary list if I could write down all the things that I've started in my life. I reckon it would be a pretty, pretty long list, but also pretty scary. In fact, I'd probably start and not finish the list, knowing me. I'd probably neglect it as well. But, you know, the sad thing in life is this. It doesn't matter how we start. What matters is how we finish. That's what makes a difference. That's what ultimately is actually going to have any effect in our lives or anybody else's lives. Not how we start, but how we finish. Do we finish what we start? That's what really matters. Now, James, who wrote one of the books in the Bible, encourages us to persevere with these words. It's in James 1, the first chapter. James 1, 2, and 4. If you have your Bibles, please turn to it. If not, I'll read it to you. It says this. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters. He was very politically correct, ahead of his time. Whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. James here is encouraging us to finish what we start, to persevere, to never, ever, ever, ever give up, to finish what we start, to seek and find the blessings that we find on the other side of perseverance. Now, in case you haven't noticed, that's a topic of my message tonight. We're going to be looking at the power of perseverance and how to develop perseverance because I think that is something that's sadly lacking today. I think people give up too easily. If it gets too hard, then it's just too hard. We give up. Now, I don't know why. Maybe culture, I don't know. Maybe we had wrong upbringing and, uh, you know, we had things done for us or we believed the lie that everything should be instant and quick, you know, but we are called to, called to persevere. And sometimes it's hard work and that's what we're going to be talking about tonight because I think it's a really, really important topic. So I'm just going to focus on this text because I think there are a few things that we can draw from it. Now, the first part of this verse tells us this, James 1, 2. 
Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds. I think that's awesome. That tells me that pain is good. Pain is actually good. Pain can be your friend. And that's the problem. When you're trying to do something, you will experience pain. But don't do what many people do and give up. Actually persevere through the pain because pain can actually be your friend. doesn't matter, matter what trial comes your way. You may feel the pain, but persist. Push through the pain barrier because it's about what God is trying to create in you. That's what matters. Who likes uh, Bear Gorillas? Thought I'd get a response for that. Who's been watching the, um, the thing when he joined the, uh, the people in the, uh, what was that army called? The uh, French Foreign Legion. Yeah, anyone know, know the French Foreign Legion? Now they're tough. Those guys are tough. They make the SS look like the Wiggles. These guys are really tough. Seriously, if you know their story, you know what they go through. And one of their mottos is this. One of the things that they uh, tell the new recruits and drill into them is this, that pain is good. Pain's your friend because pain is weakness leaving your body. How's that? Pain is weakness leaving your body. So enjoy it. That sounds like what James is telling me here. Pain is good for you. Trials are good for you. It's about what God is doing in you through those trials. In those trials, he's going to mature you. He's going to grow you. He's going to encourage you. He's going to develop the character that you need. Pain can be good for you. So don't freak out about the pain when you're trying to do something. Actually sit back and enjoy it because there's something in that pain that can be good for you. Even if that pain means sufferance. Even if that trial means sufferance. I think too many Christians still don't get the fact that we haven't been called to a life that's trouble free. And they freak out whenever they suffer a little bit. We have been called to suffer. It's part and parcel of what we do. The abundant life is not a life that's trouble free. The abundant life is Christ coming into your life and giving you all that you need to walk through that trouble. Giving you the wisdom, the strength, and even the joy to be able to walk victoriously through that trouble. I love what Tony said a while ago, the way he put it. It's just stuck with me. I'm just remembering now. He said that uh, Jesus doesn't want to take you out of things. He wants to take you through them. And that is just so true. Now, we need to remember that even if we have to suffer a little bit and experience a little bit of pain, it doesn't matter. Don't give up. Persevere through the pain. There's a scripture in um, 1 Peter 21 that turns it up a little notch. I'll read it to you. It says this, To this you were called, because Christ suffered for you, leaving you an example that you should follow in his footsteps. To this you were called. What, to this I was called? They didn't tell me that in the prosperity gospel 20 years ago. It must have been in the fine print. I was, I was called to suffer as well like Christ did. That's amazing. And the context in this chapter is even more interesting because uh, Peter's saying that, look, sometimes you suffer because you've done the wrong thing. And uh, look, if you bear it, that's commendable to you, he said. That's pretty good. But you know what? What's really commendable is if you suffer for doing good, just like Christ did. So if you're doing something, if you're trying to work through something and you experience sufferance, he's saying rejoice because to this you were called. Isn't that fantastic? Amen. We were called to suffer along with Christ. So you may very well find yourselves that when you go to God and say, God, get me out of this situation. I can't bear it. He's going to turn to you and probably say, to this you were called. 
God, get rid of this person in my life. You don't know what they're doing to me. To this you were called. Persevere. Don't give up. Lord, they don't appreciate me. They don't get me. Lord, please let them appreciate me for who I am. No. To this you were called. Remember that. To this you were called. Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane. Father, take this cup.